Welcome to the Audit Room, the number one podcast where you can share your audit experiences, ask questions, and get expert coaching and feedback. Episodes are recorded live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Central Time. That's 11 a.m. Chicago Time, 12 noon New York, and 6 p.m. Berlin. So be sure to check the show notes to join our next meeting and get all your auditing questions answered. Now, here are our hosts, Trent Russell and Tracy Marquardt. This podcast is brought to you by Green Skies Analytics, the services firm that helps auditors leapfrog up the analytics maturity model. Their approach for launching audit analytics programs with a series of proven quick win analytics will guarantee the results worthy of the analytics hype. Whether your audit team needs a data strategy, methodology, governance, literacy, or anything else related to audit and analytics, visit greenskiesanalytics.com. This podcast is also brought to you by Quality Assurance Communication. If you're an internal auditor who wants to take your own or your team's communication skills and audit results to the next level, who wants to create more for yourself, your team, and your organization, no matter where you work around the globe, then check out Quality Assurance Communication at qacommunication.com. Hello, everyone. This is the audit room on Zoom. <laughs> so we're switching things up a little bit. I know typically we've done the audit room on Clubhouse, um, but we felt like this is going to be a better way to get better audio uh, after kind of hearing from the listeners and the fact that the audio was pretty terrible sometimes. So uh, we will be live every Tuesday on Zoom going forward. So if you're not connected with uh, me or with Tracy on LinkedIn, be sure to do that so you can get the links and jump to the meeting. I am Trent Russell, uh, the co-host and moderator of the Audit Room, also founder of Green Skies Analytics. If you're trying to get your analytics jump started within your internal audit department, your compliance department, whatever it is, uh, feel free to reach out to me. We have a quick wins package that people are uh, really big fans of, and so we'd be uh, happy to help anyone that is having trouble getting that off the ground. Joined, as always, by my co-host, Tracy Marquardt. Tracy. Hi, so I am Tracy Marquardt, Europe's leading audit communication consultant, and I have to say I work entirely on audit communication with such a focus on audit report writing, especially in 2022. I cannot tell you how many requests are coming in for audit report writing. Um, I'm also responsible for serious games in partnership with the ARC Institute, um, and that's for Canada. So if you have any interest in uh, gamified training, check out my LinkedIn profile and then reach out to me and I can get you some additional information or have a call with you to explain how that works. And with that, I want to introduce Christina Martins-Wood, who is our special guest today in the audit room. Christina. Hi, yes. Uh, so thank you very, very much for having me on here. It's an absolute honor to, to be with you guys and to be able to speak to everyone today. Um, so just a little bit about me. I work for IdeaGen. Um, so IdeaGen was established in 1993 and we specialize in GRC and quality related software systems. I specialize in Pentana Audit, which is our market leading internal audit management software. I've been working for about seven years in software sales. So I'm really aware of sort of all the uh, the the pitfalls that people can fall into when they're looking at software. Um, and uh, hopefully today I can bring some of that experience to you all um, to, you know, help uh, give some tips and tricks on, on what to look for when you're looking at um, internal audit management systems, but also software in general for your audit team. Perfect. 
<clears throat> and so let's, I, I definitely want to hear some of those, the mistakes that people make. Um, but even before then, like, let's start at the very beginning. Why does internal audit need an audit system or audit software? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a number of different reasons, you know, that I hear from people when they're coming to uh, look for a system, you know, in the first place, often, of course, we get people who are moving from one system and just want something a bit better. Um, and some of these reasons are really obvious, but a couple of them, I think, are really, really overlooked. So I would say the chief reason is automation. Um, so not only does this cut down on your workload, it cuts down on the amount of admin, copying and pasting, all of that sort of really uh, almost low value activity mm -hmm. that you can waste your time doing. Um, but it also removes the risk for human error, which really boosts the quality of your audits. Um, so just recently, it wasn't very scientific, but we spoke to a number of auditors using our system, for example, and they said that typically their workload had decreased by one third by switching wow. um, to an internal audit management system. So a good system can really help you out in that way. Um, a couple of other points to mention, the ability to sort of generate really quick reports um, that are really accurate, um, uh, the ability to really communicate with the audit team so that all of you are on exactly the same page. Um, and this can really enable you to support your team a bit better. We found this is really, really useful, particularly when people are switching to working from home more and more. People are working remotely. We've had a lot of that over the last year. Um, but um, yeah, so those are the sort of typical reasons that people mention. Um, but if I, if I could just mention some of the things that I think are really, really useful um, in having a good uh, internal audit management system that are often overlooked by people. Um, so I'd say the biggest one is that a really good system will give you that holistic oversight in real time of all your audits and the ability to report historically. So this can be incredibly valuable to you because it allows you to spot tre trends and patterns over time, but it will also um, allow you to see issues really before they come up. So um, this could be, you know, something as, as simple as some audits are getting behind schedule. Somebody is, is perhaps struggling, perhaps a junior auditor needs a bit more support. Um, but also on the other side, it can really demonstrate the value of your audit team to the business. So you can really, uh, you know, particularly by tracking those recommendations, actions, whatever your particular terminology is, you can really show the outcomes um, and effectiveness of your team on the organization as a whole. Uh, sorry, that was a very long answer, guys. But no, it's 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 a, it's it's great because I think it's it sparks a lot of different different points. It's I can I can see just in your explanation how you can really save an audit team like a third of their time because you don't have to manually track uh, the progress and the reasons why and the reasons why not and and you know what risks are being covered too mm -hmm. late or on time and all those kinds of things um, because I, I just. And, and, the, and the, the reason I, I really wanted you to come on board is because I talked to so many clients and there's always a pain point with whatever audit system they have, or they don't have one at all. And they're still using Microsoft Office to write their reports or God yeah. forbid, they're using Microsoft Excel 
to write the reports or, you know, getting creative with PowerPoint, which creates its own issues. <laughs> and um, in, invariably, I haven't, I haven't heard that many clients say we, you know, sort of stand out and say, we are completely satisfied with our audit system. Mm. So I thought, um, and, and I've, I've had one audit client who says, oh, we've spent a year now customizing it. We didn't realize yeah. we have to devote two FTEs to customizing the system ourselves. We thought we were buying something customized and their other one saying, oh, it doesn't do data you know, analytics well, or we can't layer over it uh, very well, or the reporting doesn't suit our needs or the follow-up. So that's why I thought, let's just bring you on to talk about. Yeah, definitely. Um, Definitely. I mean, a, a lot of the things you're saying echo what I hear from people uh, when they come to me. So, you know, often, um, obviously, uh, a number of people will be looking at our system because they haven't got one in place at all. But we do often find that, um, you know, there's often been little mistakes or, or things that have been overlooked during that buying process of the system they've got. And really it, it's not quite what they need. It doesn't fit what they need. Um, and they, we, we often find people trying to fit their way of working around the system. And that's really not what you should have. Um, or the, you know, the implementation has been inadequate. The support hasn't really been there either. Um, yeah. So that's certainly, you know, something that we, we come across, um, what, quite a lot. What are some of the some of the mistakes that people make that we can or you can, <laughs> Christina, walk us through yeah. so that we know kind of what to look out for? Almost like a, um, a lessons learned. Hey, you know, when you're looking at a system, consider this or or don't consider this or you know mistakes mistakes that are commonly made. What what are some of those we can look out for? Absolutely. So I would say the the, the biggest mistake. Um, that people make when they're looking and this goes for all kinds of software actually what someone needs to think about when they're going in to look at a software is what the outcomes they want from it are so um, they that that's where the focus should be not how it gets there so what I often find is um, people uh, look to a system and they want it to work in a certain way because they've seen that before somewhere else. I mean, it, it's even people have had sort of ideas of something they've seen on Facebook or they, you know, um, or, or some kind of really generic software or system like that or Outlook has a certain button they want to have in a software. But actually, there may be a much better way of achieving that outcome. So it's really important to go in thinking about what you want out of the software and not ex uh, have any expectation of exactly what you want the software to do, what sort of, you know, an idea of exactly how it should get to that outcome, because there may be a much better way of doing it. Um, when people come in and, you know, if they have a very specific way, maybe they've seen, seen it years before in a sort of outdated system they've used a long time ago, um, sometimes, you know, it, it can take a, a little bit to get used to that actually there's a much better way of doing that. Um, so it's really important to go in there and not have a list of um, we want this button that does this, but to go in and say we actually want this outcome from the software. This is what we want to achieve. This is what we want to improve. Um, so that's Sorry. Sorry, I just going to say, I think that's a beautiful place to start because, you know, Stephen Covey, Covey and the seven habit, habits is begin with the end in mind. 
So once you know what the goal is, then, then you figure out, you know, the, the what and the yeah. why should come first and then you figure out the how. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is a, such a beautiful way of explaining it. Um, and I'll, I'll probably uh, use that when, when I'm, I'm, I'm talking to, to clients in future, but yes, certainly the outcome, the, the end point has to be what's in mind, uh, not necessarily the how, um, and, and so, I mean, you know, uh, do you want me to sort of list a couple of other things I've, I've maybe spotted? Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, so something I would really recommend to anyone looking at a system is that don't be coy about sharing how you work. You know, obviously you can't always share, um, you know, your reports or examples of working papers etc to to um you know an organization that's helping you um with this but it's really important that you at least sort of run through that methodology with them um this is because and i can't stress this enough um i speak to a lot of auditors and often i hear well we we work like every other audit department um and although you know there may be things in common actually every audit department is slightly unique right. and it's really really important that you discuss that um, before you dive into a demonstration because you don't want to waste I mean a, you know a typical demonstration can be around two hours um, you know audit management software has a lot of features it has a lot of um, you know aspects to go through you don't want to be wasting that two hours looking at something that you know doesn't fit your needs or looking at lots of uh, areas in it or it's set up in the wrong way that doesn't actually fit your way of working um, so you'll save yourself a lot of time if you just share as much as you're able to um, before you go into that demonstration um, so I always try to you know ask as many questions as possible and have a call before we you know dive into it um, but it really does just cut out any time wasted, um, you know, looking at something that maybe just can't do what you need it to do. Yeah. And I'm like, and, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say that, um, I, 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 you know, sometimes when I talk to clients, I hear, oh yeah, we, I ask them for, you know, how's it going with the new, you know, choosing the new system. They're like, oh, we postponed the demo or, oh, we postponed the demo. And it just keeps <laughs> happening over and over again. Um, why is it so difficult to get them on a demo? I I, I think it's, you know, it. Um, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't always, uh, you know, know exactly, but often um, I think it is it is the fact that it does take it does take a little while to um, have that conversation beforehand. So we know exactly what's needed to to go through in the demo where we need to focus on. But also it, it does, it is a time commitment having a demonstration and, um, you know, it, and, and anyone who's procured software will know that when you're, you're looking at it, it is, um, it can be quite hard work. You've got all of this information flying at you. Um, you've got uh, the, the, the demonstrations as well can be quite heavy. It's, uh, it's not always just sitting back and relaxing for two hours. There can be very interactive sessions, but I, I definitely would encourage people to get that demonstration. Um, and just because it's, you know, all the literature you can look at is absolutely nothing compared to seeing the software live in action and being able to have that interactive conversation as well. Yeah. And one of the things I like about 
implementing software for like a, an entire process like this, like we're talking about with internal audit, the people that are helping implement it have, have implemented it multiple times. So they've seen how different yeah. internal audit groups work and they almost yeah. provide a, a, a consultative service. Of, hey, you know, you could do it like this or now that it's in the tool, the tool does this. So you guys don't have to do this. And I've seen it not totally mm -hmm. overhaul um, an internal audit team's uh, processes, but definitely tweak them and almost ask, you know, the questions being asked of them are really good. So they had to sit there and go, oh yeah, that's a good point. We don't really do it like that. Maybe we should consider doing that. So I would almost recommend time pending, uh, like once a year, reach out to um, a couple different firms or a couple organizations that have this software and go, hey, yeah, we're interested. Let's walk it, you know, let's walk, walk through it. Let's see the demonstration. Uh, and if nothing else, you know, you might get uh, a, a good idea or two from, from the person on the other end. Definitely, definitely. Um, you know, I hear that uh, so often during a demonstration. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Or, oh, <laughs> you know, we've not seen that before. That's something we could start doing. So, yeah, certainly, you know, even um, if you're you're not looking to immediately make the move, you're just sort of assessing the market to compare what's out there. Um, there's still really good value in that for yeah. for anybody. And you hit on uh, features. So when we're looking at software, the features, and I know usually when it involves tools in general, like people love talking about their tools, you know, even if I'm talking yeah. about a, a data analytics tool, somebody, goes, oh, I like this tool. It's like, okay, that's good. <laughs> that's, that's one use. But um, features are always, are, are similar to that. Like people love talking about their features. So what are some features yeah. that we should look out for? Yeah, well, I, I um, in with this sort of thing, I think, my first thing I want to mention, and it's not a feature as such, um, in that it's not an area in the system or something, but I would really highly recommend that people look out for systems that are really flexible. And there's a couple of reasons for this. Um, first of all, you don't want the system to force you into a specific way of working um, and, and not allow you freedom to do sort of certain things in your methodology that you're doing that's really good. So you don't want to be restricted and you want that flexibility in case, you know, as your audit department matures over time and changes, in case you adopt new methodology, you can you can do that. So that I would say is a really, really important feature to look out for. So that flexibility, a couple of other things I'd mentioned just because I get so much feedback on them. You know, uh, I'm trying to avoid talking about Pentana audit uh, too much here, but certainly we get really good feedback on the dashboard. So that ability to get the holistic, instant, real-time overview of everything um, that you need, the ability to report as well. Um, and what's really uh, been useful to people, <clears throat> particularly over the last sort of period of time where people have been working from home much more is the auditee portal. So having really good auditee interaction. So, um, uh, that is often something, you know, that you really want to ensure your system can do really well. Um, other things that I think can be really useful is, um, for example, our system has an inbuilt enterprise risk management suite. We find a lot of organizations, there is a lot of crossover between audit and risk or the two teams work together. And this really enables that. Um, uh, not all teams switch it on immediately, but it can be something that then is put in later. Um, and it's just, you know, it, it's part of the system. So there's a, a couple of uh, key features um, I would, you know, uh, mention. 
And what about, I know this is kind of near and dear to Tracy's heart. What about the, uh, the reporting process? Does it help facilitate yeah, that? Going. Does it make it quicker? Uh, can you just push a button and there's the report? How does that work nowadays? Yeah, uh, absolutely. So, uh, and, and yeah, it is a very much a case of a click of a, of a button report. Um, but um, we also have the, the sort of ability in the system. So when you create a report, it's not just, uh, you know, pumped out. It will allow you to customize it a little bit before you create it. So, for example, um, you can uh, choose exactly what areas you want that report to focus on. You can um, uh, perhaps, you know, um, you're, you, you want it to just focus on a certain date range, certain entities, that kind of thing. Um, and the reports as well, um, we were able to pretty much mimic any report you would have. Um, so uh, including logos, including graphics you may have, um, and, and just really, really speed up that process. I think it's so, so important to be able to, because, um, you know, it's a great opportunity if you get an audit system in, it's a great opportunity to actually revisit your report template. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've been talking all year about writing short audit reports. So how can we like redesign the report template? How can we change mindset and then build that into a system to end up getting shorter, more value oriented or value adding and visual audit reports. And that's maybe where that data analytics comes in from trend yeah. side of it is how can we layer over some data analytics into our reporting to make that report, you know, kind of sexy. Yeah. <laughs> and then so, yeah. and similar to that's near and dear to Tracy's heart, data is near and dear to my heart. What's mm -hmm. the, let's say we have like a data project or um, like a, a new process almost. So, Hey, we're going to go agile or um, Hey, we're going to start doing data analytics. Does it help facilitate that as well? Um, yeah, so uh, certainly a lot of our auditors work in an agile fashion using the system. It's got the flexibility to make that really easy to do. Um, in terms of audit analytics as well, um, it's um, really easy to uh, use the API to push data out and analyze that. So there are analytics within the system. So as I mentioned, we've got the dashboard, we've got really quite exceptional reporting capabilities in there, but we're also able to um, push that out into other systems so that it can be looked at, um, you know, elsewhere. I did want to mention this as well. Go ahead, Tracy, go ahead, Tracy. Okay, I just wanted to ask about, uh, this, we're talking about interaction between the auditor and the system. What about the other side and interaction between the system and the auditee? How does the auditee or the audit client interact with the system or do they? Uh, yeah, certainly. So what we have is uh, we call it the business user or auditee portal. Um, so this is where the auditees can upload evidence. They can uh, track those actions or recommendations that are um, linked to them or even view sort of other actions that, you know, uh, are important to their team. Um, this can also be used to view reports and it's really, really easy. So the system um, will just, uh, you know, send them an email. They have a, a nice link and a log on where they can see everything they need to. Uh, and the auditor can choose exactly what they, they send. But also this can really help the auditor in, um, in, in, in another way because the, the system is backed up um, by 
uh, automated alerts. So if, for example, you've requested something from an auditee, um, you can set the system to just send them reminders of that if it becomes overdue or it's becoming due soon. And it's really highly flexible as to how that works. So you're back to efficiencies again for the, for the audit yeah. team. Um, so that would definitely be a functionality that I would look for is the reporting functionality, the interaction um, on the part of the audit client and you know what kind of data can we layer in and, and, and that kind of thing. So those are, I think those are all great, you know, I would call them functionalities, not features, but I don't know what the right word is um, to look for, to look for in a system in addition yeah. to all that, the front end, all the methodology, auto planning, all of that yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Follow-up is probably the worst thing. I mean, just to have to go, <laughs> Hey, we need that thing again. Hey, we need that thing again. Hey, so yeah. to be able to automate that is uh, something I would absolutely look for. There's a, a friend of mine that says, if you have to do the same thing twice, then automate it. And so yeah. especially having to do all the follow-ups, I mean, we definitely do that <laughs> more than twice. So that's uh, that is a, a very nice feature. I don't think I would buy an audit software if it did not have it, that. It, it's I'd say it's probably one of our, one of the most popular things and people yeah. don't realize it until until it starts, uh, you know, they start seeing the outcomes from it. Um, so, we, you know, I think the recommendation and action tracking is super, super important. Yeah. Um, so that's that's something we, we do really, really well. Um, can I can I take a step back, Trent, just because uh, I know we're, we're coming up to time, but I I, I know we talked about. I, I, cause I really, I really want to get to what, what can an audit team do to prepare upfront that's going to save them time and money, no matter what system they buy. So one is beginning with the end in mind. Mm -hmm. Was there anything else that you could add to that? Yeah. So there's a couple of things I'll add to that. Um, so I would ensure you have everybody on board that you need to have on board. Um, so you know, when you're getting to the point where you're you're quite seriously wanting to switch systems, ensure that you've spoken to obviously internal audit, um, the audit committee, compliance, because often um, they will be linked to it in some way. Um, uh, the board of directors, finance, obviously, um, but and also the risk team. But I would also mention getting IT involved because your IT team may have certain uh, restrictions or, or certain requirements um, that will, you know, uh, perhaps limit your choice or steer you in a certain direction. Um, so that's really important just to, to ensure that you've spoken to everybody you need to and have their sort of thoughts and feedback before you dive in. Um, I would also say that it's really important for people to look quite deeply into the software. So it really isn't enough to see a couple of screenshots or a, a 10 second um, clip on YouTube or something to get a really good impression of the software. Um, so, you know, ensure that you, you have that deeper dive, that you speak, um, speak to a, a consultant who knows about the software and understands it. Um, and finally, I would speak to other users. Um, so one thing I always do is I, I arrange references, um, but, you know, speak to other people who have experience with the system. Now, do bear in mind, everyone's going to have their own biases. They're going to have things they, they, they like and don't like. But if you speak to a couple of people, you'll generally get quite a good, uh, good bit of feedback about it. Yeah, that's a great idea. 
Uh, so we are running up against time, but I did want yeah. Christina to give you a chance. So there is a how to choose the best internal audit software for your organization uh, guide that you guys offer. And I was looking at it earlier and there was there's really, really good uh, content, tips, tricks like you've talked about. Um, so I did, I wanted to give you a chance to kind of, to talk about that a little bit more before we wrap up. Yeah, certainly. So uh, we've put together a, a guide which lists sort of all the kind of features you should look out for, how to build a business case, um, you know, internally, um, and, and some of the sort of, you know, that I spoke about some of those outcomes you might have in mind. Um, so yeah, please do download the guide. Uh, let me know what you think of it. Um, and also, if any of you want to talk to me about this in more detail or find out a little bit about IdeaGen and, and what we do or, or Pentana Audit itself, please do uh, reach out to me on LinkedIn um, and, uh, and, and I'll be able to arrange a, a chat with you. And for those, we will put a link in the show notes to the download guide, as well as a link to Christina's uh, LinkedIn. So if, if you want to reach out, you can do that directly. Yeah, if you have a link at your fingertips, you can post it in the chat right now. I was just looking for it and I don't see the link at my fingertips. So I got you. For those in the uh, audience, uh, I think yeah, that's going to work. Okay. Exactly. All right. Perfect. There you go. Well, all right. Uh, thank you, Christina, very much. Uh, at least three takeaways for me, which is always good to, to have those. So thank you very much. I think it was a very informative uh, session for sure. I'm Trent Russell, the uh, co-host and moderator of the Audit Room. We are live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Uh, Central Standard Time. So please feel free, jump in, jump on the call. If you have questions for the guests, you can throw them in the chat or come off mute and ask those as we move forward. That's it for me, Tracy. Yeah, I'm Tracy Marquardt, Europe's leading audit communication consultant. If you're looking for audit communication for your team or gamified training for your team, definitely reach out. Um, please do connect with um, all three of us, Trent and Christina and I on LinkedIn if we aren't already connected. And uh, Christina, last word goes to you. Yeah, so I uh, just want to say again, thank you so much for um, having me today and thanks everybody for listening. Um, if you want to reach out to me, please do. Um, so I, I'm a consultant working for IdeaGen, um, specialising in um, Pentana Audit, which is a market leading internal audit management system. Please do have a chat with me about anything uh, from the discussion today, or if you're you're looking to evaluate uh, our software as well, I'll be very happy to arrange that for you.